Good morning, folks. Pastor Chuck Blair here at New Church Live. Wonderful to have you joining me today. And first off, we want to wish all the fathers out there happy Father's Day. If you didn't have a dad that was so much on the scene, you know, just think of the man, you know, who played that role for you, who helped you out. And that's what we honor here today. So great to have you again joining us. And today is a service that really, really is going to leave you with a smile because we're looking at this beautiful concept of fruits of the Spirit. And the idea of fruits of the Spirit comes down to, to, to really, to me, so much of this essence of joy. And I've been thinking a lot about that, a lot about joy over the past few months. And, and how is it that we can sort of shift where joy is on our timeline? I'll talk more about that later. I've referenced it a few times in the weeks leading up to this. But I really want to kind of nail it today and really, really look at that and, and look at it deeply and, and look at how we can really create lives that are, that are filled with more joy. I know as a pastor, no one has ever come to me and said like, Chuck, you know what? My life just has way too much joy. Give me a hand. You know, it just doesn't happen because, because joy is so much part of our life and part of the beautiful piece of human experience. I want to start with this. We've, we've been looking at, at, this, at this book, Galatians, and in the book Galatians, it's, it's a beautiful book. It's a short book. It's a, it's a letter from Paul several decades after Jesus died. It's a letter from, from Paul. Paul was sort of an evangelist. Galatia, Galatia was trying to run a church, and the church was having some strains, some, some pushes and pulls, so he writes a letter to them. Part of that letter is saying, if you want to know what faith looks like, faith looks like when you're all together as one. And he uses beautiful analogy where there's neither Jew nor Greek, neither slave nor free, neither male nor female, but, but you're all one in Christ. That idea of oneness, that idea of, of unity, not uniformity, I want to say that, not uniformity, but that idea of unity, unity around this idea of faith. And, and then he goes on to say little few, few verses later, and I love this line. The only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love. The only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love. And when we think of that idea of faith, again, that idea of faith, don't think of it as like, these are my five intellectual ideas. Here's how they get realized in love. Intellectual ideas are important, but that's not necessarily what he's talking about here. He, when you look at the Greek word, which we talked about last week, the word means something somewhat differently, different. Than, it's talking about trust, reliability, and goodwill. So when we think of the idea of trust, right? Think of, think of trust in your heart. Just trust. Just settle into that for a second. <sighs> reliability. You know that place where you feel, yep, I can, I can know I can count on God in this particular way. I know other people can count on me in this particular way. And that basic goodwill, that is... It goes right back to the Christmas message, right out of the shoots. Literally, Jesus is like, peace on earth, goodwill to humanity. Goodwill, circle it, four stars by it, super important. And that idea of, okay, so yes, yeah, so there's this goodwill in my heart. And how, this is, I mean, it's so beautiful. How does that get expressed through love? And I love the word through there, like through love, that there's, there's things we express through love and, and trust and reliability and goodwill are some of those things. I think you know what that feels like. I imagine we all know people who do that with, with, with a great deal of efficacy who really seem to have that down. And it's, it's important, folks, because if we're going to express it, I'm going to move over here for a second. If we're going to express it, 
You know, that means that, that certain things will happen. And what does it look like when we, when we express faith through love? And I'm going to use a simple analogy today. Lemons and apples. Now, first off, I realize we probably have somebody there who loves lemons. And it's going to be like, Chuck, don't say anything bad about lemons. Uh, I know as a, as a pastor, one of the great gifts I got for doing a wedding was homemade lemon cello. So, so, so lemons have their advantages. Clear about that. We're using it as a metaphor for what is bad and what is sour, even though lemons are beautiful things. And we're using apples for a metaphor in terms of what's good. So simple analogy, what's good, what's not good. And, and folks, when you think about it, you think about, okay, so what is, what is it that, that gets, that's, that faith produces here? Faith produces through love, well, should produce fruits. And one of the easiest ways to know it is just to look at the fruit it produces. If you look at a tree and there's lemons, it's not an apple tree. And people can say, no, 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 that's an apple tree. That's the way it looks. That's the way it looks. That's the way it looks. If it has lemons, it's not an apple tree. And, and I feel like that's so much our life of faith. If we look at things out there in the world, even if they have the label, label religion all over them, if it's producing lemons, it's not an apple tree. <laughs> I think you know where I'm going with that. Look for the things that get produced. Look for the things that get cultivated. Because, because that, that idea of cultivation also will give us this beautiful insight. It'll give us a beautiful insight in how to start. Because if what we're looking for in the end is apples, beautiful apple trees, apple seeds and all that, that means that's where we need to start as well. That's where we need to start this journey. So friends, I want to welcome you today to a very special New Church Live. I want to ask you just enjoy it. Just think about joy and think about ways that we can move forward in these fruits of the Spirit. Planting more apples, <laughs> join those seeds. Remember, that's the whole point. The whole point of these fruits are the seeds within. So can we look at the fruits? And can, very importantly, can we look at the seeds that are within? Friends, I want to welcome you. Welcome you to New Church Live. Joy. 
the last year with Marcus, you know, if I did a flying leap off of this stage, we would have our first viral YouTube video ever at New Church Live. Oh, Marcus, and then able to sing after doing that. Impressive. So, so friends, it, it's kind of fun to think, yeah, what does faith look like expressed through love? Now, notice, I want to be so clear about this. It's, Paul is not calling us faith expressed through correctness. Think about that. Now, that's, that's not the point. It's faith expressed through love. Now, sometimes we get off track there and we need correction, but it's correction to get us back to this core, simple truth. 
that our faith needs to be expressed through love. They will know, Jesus said, you know you are mine by your love. That's it. That's how people will know that you are a Christian is by your love. And it expands the definition of Christianity too. I need to say that as well in a beautiful way. And that whole bit of from a Christian new church perspective that, that we are finited forms of God's love and that we are to reflect that as best we can, knowing it's not ours, it's a gift that we get to use as if it's our own. But what a beautiful gift to get to use. What a beautiful gift to get to use. So I want to talk a bit about, again, what, is, what kind of fruit do these things produce and how does that look and, and what are some warnings we might have about what not to do and what are some, some great inspirations we have, might have about what to do. So I want to come back over here to my little fruit stand. So I want to talk first about this idea of lemons. You know, lemons and, and, and the things that are sort of sour in life and, the, you know, sour is a good word and, and, you know, you could use the word evil if you want to go more extreme there. But that idea that there, there are things that, that we can produce, we can't produce trees that, that just produce lemons. You know what those trees are in your life. You know the environment. You know the growing conditions that work exceptionally well. I was even thinking about drama. You know, lemon trees are great with drama. You know, all these different bits that we just know how to cultivate this. And here's a passage here from Galatians talking a bit about that. You, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free. Now, it's, again, come, look, notice the beginning there. You, my brothers and sisters. Beautiful bit of, again, Paul saying, look, this oneness, that's what we're trying to create. We're called to be free. Freedom, absolutely key. But do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love. You know, freedom is about humble, ser humble service and love, not about our own particular compulsions. For the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one command, love your neighbor as yourself. If you bite and devour each other, watch out or you will be destroyed by each other. Ooh, that's good. That idea, like, if you're gonna, if you're gonna chew on each other a bit, if you're gonna bite and devour each other, guess what? He's really clear. It's gonna end up with just this mutual assured destruction, this mad theory. But then there's another, there's a counter to it. This beautiful idea of fruits of the Spirit. Now, again, you have to hear this, as, you have to hear this with all the revolutionary nature that I think it's intended to be heard with. Look at this line, folks. The next line from Galatians. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, forbearance, by the way, you could say patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. That idea of, oh yeah, there's this fruit. There's this tree that we can create that produces these things. And, and it produces these things. And again, keep on coming back to, oh yeah, so what's the seed in these things too? Because it's both the end, this is what we're trying to create our states like this, and in this beautiful way, it's also the beginning. I, that's, that's really cool. Both the end and the beginning from a Christian New Church perspective. Swedenborg was clear. You have to get clear what the end is, what the purpose is, because that'll bring you back to the first, back to what, to what was created at first. One part 
that we hold dearly here, and it's, 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 it deals with this fruit, is, is this idea that this fruit, it really, folks, it's not, like a, it's not like a line. It's not like when he says love, joy, peace, forbearance. It's, it's not in a ranking per se. It's not saying here's the linear nature. I think it, it is much more, much, much more like this. It's much more circular, where, the, where it goes in a circle. And, and I was thinking, you know, what could that look like for us today? What could be a super practical thing you could do? Well, a super practical thing you could do is you could take a screenshot of that or you could take a picture of it with your, with your camera and you could print it out and then you could just go, okay, today I am punching in this code, bup, bup, bup. And maybe your code for today is peace, kindness, and gentleness. I'm gonna try to be peaceful, kind, and gentle. Or I'm gonna try to have more self-control and more patience. Or I'm trying to have more goodness in my life. Or I want to have joy. And we're going to look a lot at joy because I think that's, that's one for me that's just th- top, of, top of mind today. Just imagine again that. Imagine that's your start to the day. Okay, here we're talking seeds, not the fruit per se. You're going to say, yeah, I'm going to make this the seed for today. The seed I'm going to try to plant. How could that start to look? Well, well, just imagine picking that and trying to just even taking like two seconds to get to that place or, or joining us on 10 Minutes of Morning Common, 8.30 a.m. Tuesday through Friday, you know, joining us there just to, just to have that minute of first things first, fruits of the Spirit. And if we can do that, just, just how, could we, how could that even look? And, and one of the ones, again, I was thinking of with joy when I was out walking this morning, what would just be a simple way to come at joy with the day? Well, if you're coming at the day with joy, I mean, obviously gratitude, I could talk about gratitude ad nauseum. I mean, gratitude is always the answer to the multiple choice test in religion class, just so you know. And, and if you're grateful, it just opens up all kinds of things. And I want to be a little more specific than that, even though gratitude's the perfect answer in some ways. But, but it's not... It's not, folks, like if, if I'm coming at the world with joy or with any of these things, actually, but I'm going to look at joy with joy. It, it doesn't mean that I'm going to look at all the problems out there in the world. I'm going to go, there are no problems. There are no problems. I have nothing to ever worry about. Good luck with that. <laughs> it's not how it works. I mean, of course you got problems. I got problems. We all got problems. And, and we can pretty much count on, you know, we'll have good things happen tomorrow and we'll have bad things happen tomorrow. But, but we can still come at the day with joy because if we come at the way with joy sort of seeing it as this end state, as any of these things, just as this end state, well, we're going to be disappointed and then we'll feel like there's something wrong with the journey because we didn't end up there. But you can still start there. You still keep those things going. But what do I mean? How could that work with joy? Well, here's, here's just a simple, simple way we could look at it. Just imagine we stepped into a place where we said, okay, I want to start the morning with joy because that's obviously where Jesus is kind of pointing us, fullness of joy, etc. I'm just going to take a breath. I'm going to do a simple spiritual practice. Many of you know this practice. It's just saying, I'm just going to look at the world with gentle eyes today. With gentle eyes, soft eyes, and a gentle, gentle smile as well. You know, we looked, this was probably three years ago, we did a sermon on this, uh, and there's actually a Japanese word for the idea of soft eyes. 
just, I mean, even if you can just take like a second here and just let your eyes be soft. And just, can you feel how that makes you smile a little bit? That's one way to orient our lives to joy for that day. It's not saying there are no problems. It's not saying today is gonna to be absolutely problem free. It just means today's gonna to be a day that I carry joy through it. All of these have little small things like that. And I'm sure you could get together with someone you love and just be like, yeah, let's just, let's just chat about this, how we can have more of this in our lives. Because I think we can, I think we can. And I, I wanna talk about, you know, when, when we look at that, kind of one of the bigger pictures things here, folks, about how this, how this can work and why it's so significant. And it's, it's this concept, like, and this is, this is very, uh, I don't want to say radical, but this is, this is something to really allow in. It's this idea, this next concept, that heaven is why you exist, and these, in other words, fruits, are the flavors of heaven. And I really want to just stick to nail on, like, heaven is why you exist. Did you know that? Heaven is why you exist. Remember I talked about the circle, right? And, and it's so much the circle. We, we, we come from heaven. There's an inmost in all of our lives. It's always in heaven. We get to do this life, and it's just, this, again, this art of homecoming where we come back to it. What does that mean? Well, here, here's the fascinating part with, with heaven and trying to understand it as a, as a, as, as from a Christian New Church perspective. It means that there is this ultimate reality. You know, we can get so lost down here in this earth, so lost. And, and I think probably for most of us, we can get lost several times a day because there's this idea of lost and found like I'll be lost, but then I'll find my way, all good. No, it's, it's we get lost all the time. And isn't, isn't it reassuring? Again, this is where we can have trust, reliability, and goodwill, faith. When we get, oh yeah, heaven is what is actually real. And because there's this thing called heaven, and, and God created it, and he created us. He created us to be in heaven. Like, that's, that's his whole point, that, that's, that we are essentially meant to be there. And that those emotions, those emotions that we look at in terms of, of, the, of, the, of the fruits of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, and love, that, that those are, actually, those are, that's the ultimate reality. Think about that. It's not like we're trying to shape the smoke. How do I have more joy? No, it's about coming to what is the bedrock of existence, which are these things. Now that's a world turned upside down or maybe a world turned the right side up. Maybe that's a better way to say it. But that, that's pretty radical when you start to think about it. Because I think you can see the kind of trust that that engenders. Peace has in it, confidence in the Lord, that he leads to a good end. That's so much part of that. And folks, you know, we, 
we have to remember again that there are these things, there, there are these things as lemons, and, and we can also choose that. And all I did here was, was I just picked, I just picked antonyms for the, for the words that were, were, the, were the fruits of the Spirit. We can have a world that's filled with hate, despair, anxiety, impatience, cruelty, evil, faithlessness, harshness, self-indulgence. We can pick that. And I think unknowingly, a lot of the time, instead of having fruits of the Spirit, trying to pick a couple for the day, we wake up and because life has its challenges, like, oh yeah, I'm gonna pick anxiety, impatience, and harshness today. And that becomes how we act. All guilty. Just notice when you're doing that. It, it's not, folks, like a shaming exercise. It's not you're to look at this and see this as the wheel of shame. No, this is the wheel of humanity. This is what we do. And the other one is who we are. Fruits of the Spirit, who we are. And, and we get to constantly choose back and choose back and choose back. And that should give us actually, folks, a, a lot of joy in our lives. Because with either one of these, we get to do these both, both individually and in community. In other words, we, we can look at those things and we can, we can pull them up. And, you know, Marcus, actually, could we flip back to the, to the circle that had the positive ones? Oh, thank you. So, so we, can, we can look at these and we can go, okay, so today I want to sort of have more rounded. I want to be doing this, this, and this. But folks, like, imagine you create communities that do these things. Like, who's your friend who's really good at patience? Can I share with you mine? Stephen Bochnik, who some people know. And Stephen was great at going like, no matter how many things were flying apart here at New Church Live technology-wise, because the system did not used to be that reliable, Stephen consistently would go, we'll figure it out. Who's, who's, your, friend, who's your friend who's just unfailingly gentle? Who are they? Who's the friend who, you know, just brings just a lot of joy into life? Like anytime, anytime they're there, people are laughing. I remember that when I, when I was working in a high school, little high school right across the way here, you know, there were some students who were so fun and funny and brought so much joy. They were actually hard to discipline because bring them in to give them a consequence and I would just end up laughing. Very hard to discipline somebody when you're laughing. Who are those people? See, see, we can create these things, folks. We can create these things both in ourselves because they are what's real. They're, they're what God has created. They're what God wants to gift to us. And, and we can also create communities that are all about this. I mean, just think of that. And we can also, if we can go to the lemon circle there, Marcus, and we could also go to this, this, this kind of circle too, where, where we just create communities based on these things. Well, that's, that's not a great community. And, and I think folks, it's so easy, and this is a little bit of an aside, so here's the thread of the sermon. I'm gonna hop to the side here for a second. It's very easy when we look at this to kind of hang out here on the outside of it and go, that's a problem. Can you believe society is this, this, and this? But then we don't actually do anything about it. Because it's easy to critique when communities get into that place. I think there's part of it right now, 
for me personally, if I'm giving my honest opinion, I think culturally we, we're living in kind of a cycle similar to that. And it's, it's very easy to sort of step on the outside of it and to just, just like be the same critic, just add it, but it just adds energy to it. I don't really believe in adding energy to that world's gonna be healthy. I think we are called to add energy to the other world, to something far greater. And in doing that, folks, this is another big one as we look at these, these fruits of the Spirit. I think when we look at these fruits of the Spirit, and here we'll just take joy, for example, when we look at these, we can see these this way. We can see these as emotions, as emotions, and again, emotions are a reaction to the world, very true, and emotions are in part our intentional stance towards the world. Again, I would get a highlighter and highlight that. I think that's super critical. Your emotions are your stance towards the world. Now, the intellectual part, no small thing. We don't want to downplay it. We're going to come back to the significance of that. We're just dealing with the fruits of the Spirit here, which are more, more emotive in, in how they're presented. Think of, it, think of it this way, folks, in terms of stance and posture. If I take a stance in life and I'm like, my stance is just going to be today to bring, to bring uh, some joy to life just as best I can. I'm going to work at having soft eyes. I'm going to work at having a gentle smile. I'm going to work at moving that forward into the world. And there'll be all sorts of distractions, of course, all sorts of opportunities to take the off-ramp here, the off-ramp there, of course. But, but can I hold it as a stance? What's the stance you want to hold? What's the emotional stance you want to hold to the world? Many of you know this. I mean, we had, we had a beautiful speaker. She had, she had lost her, her son in the Newtown shootings. And uh, she's spoken here several times at, at New Church Live. And she talked about like her bravery pose that she does every time before she speaks, where literally she takes a stance of bravery backstage. I saw her do it. It was pretty cool. What would that be for you? What would that stance be for you in the morning? To literally take a stance, picking one of those fruits of the Spirit. That this is, I love the idea, right? This is how I'm going to lean into my day. Not solve all my problems, but how I'm going to lean into the day. Because just imagine this, this simple, this simple, simple, simple choice. We can choose to lean in with joy. Or we can choose to lean in, and again, here I'm using the antonym, with despair. The world will look one way here. The world will look a different way here. One way from joy, another way from despair. But the facts will be the same. The facts of life will be the same. We get to choose, though, what lens we're looking through. And I think one lens will be one of healing that can bring us much, much further along in life. So when we look back, folks, when we come, when we come back, I want to really look a little bit more deeply about how do we cultivate those, those fruits. Better angels of our nature might be a way to say it. How do we really cultivate those fruits? How do we grow them apples, as they would say? And how do we do it, most importantly, together?
Darling, stand by me. Oh, stand by me. Yeah, come on, stand. Stand by me. Stand by me. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Hey, New Church Live, it's Angela. I just want to encourage you all to make a donation to New Church Live before the end of the month, which is the end of our fiscal year. We have about $185,000 left to raise, and I know that sounds like a lot, but I also know that this congregation can do amazing things together. So I don't know if you remember uh, back in the day before COVID, we used to do something called a bucket pass if you ever attended in person. Now, the majority of our congregation still chooses to watch online, which we love, support, and encourage, but we don't have have that physical reminder of the buckets being passed. And so we're just using this as the opportunity to remind you. So we hope you'll consider making a donation and we hope you'll consider, you know, dropping some money in the virtual bucket of New Church Live to help us reach our goal. It's about $20 a week per person who watches this service, whether you're watching it live, whether you're watching it back, uh, you know, a year from now, a month from now, or whenever you're choosing to tune in. But we hope you'll consider making a donation and helping us reach our financial goals. So Thank you very much. Love that video. So, so friends, you know, how is it that we, that we can really cultivate these seeds? Like, what does it look like? How does it, how does it work? How does it work to do this? Because again, I think it's, it's important to remember, like if you want apples, you have to actually start with the right seeds. And, and the idea, again, and it's so much to think about, 
in a beautiful way is you pick any one of these, as I started out the sermon saying, you pick any one of these fruits of the Spirit and you look at it and a fun question is, oh yeah, what's the seed inside of that? What's the part that's trying to grow, actually? There's a part we enjoy, which is the fruit, right? What's the deeper reality that's trying to grow so that, so that it just becomes this self-sustaining process, as it were, this, this beautiful co-creation of life, of real life with a capital L, Z-O-E, as they would have said in the Greek. You know, this, this zoe. What does that look like and how can that work? It's interesting, friends, you know, when, when you look at the word cultivate, just in our culture, it's just, there's just interesting pieces to life, right? And, and I think for a lot of people, they would look at these fruits of the spirit and sort of like the, the movie Harry Met Sally, the famous line, I'll have what she's having. You know, we, we, we look at those fruits of the spirit, we're like, oh, I'll have what they're having. I'll have that. Very easy to fall into that, where, where those become a commodity as it were, and we think that they're just like a commodity, we can just run over to that particular bin and pick them up. And, and the reality is there, there's some truth to that. I mean, I think we can pick up more joy in our lives, and I think we can pick up more patience in our lives, I think we can pick up more self-control in our lives, I think we can definitely pick those things up. And there's also a much deeper call, and that's the call to cultivation not just to be a consumer, but to be a producer, to be a farmer, in other words. And, and when, when you look at the word cultivation, you can tell I like words today. <laughs> I always like words. You know, the, the word cultivation is a, is a fascinating word because here are, the, here are the synonyms for it. When you look at the next slide, when you look at the at cultivation, the, it means to till, to plow, to dig, to turn, to hoe, to farm, to work, to prepare, to fertilize, to mulch. <laughs> that's a good list. You know what we call that? Work. <laughs> you know, that's, that's where wisdom comes in. That's where the work is. You know, that we get to cultivate these things. And notice the language there. We get to cultivate these things. We get to cultivate, pick which fruit of the Spirit you want, love, peace, joy. We get to cultivate that. We get to do the work. We get to do that work. And that should bring us incredible joy. And, and most of the time where we get to do it is with, with relationships. I mean, it's very much a relational faith that we're talking about here. And then as we do that cultivation, we get more and more clear about the seeds. And then friends, there's just this miracle time where we start to see what the seeds are doing. We just keep on doing the work, day in and day out. We just do the work, do the work, do the work. And we do the work over the years and we just keep on doing it in a disciplined way. And then there's this miracle where we start to see, oh yeah, look at what's growing over here. Oh yeah, look at what's growing over here. Oh yeah, look at what's growing over here. The beauty is, is we start to see that garden or that orchard really take, take off. And, and so much of it, folks, this is again the, the beauty of, of, of having a spiritual perspective. No farmer actually grows, I mean, this is a little bit esoteric, granted, but no farmer actually grows an apple. God grows the apple. 
we do the cultivation. We, we try to do our small, tiny, tiny, tiny part of it. I mean, you look at any field, you know, I, I grew up in a farming community. You look at any field, the amount of time that a, that, that a farmer spends working on a field, which might be substantial, is still nothing compared to the 24-7 work that's going on, you know, all the time in that field for those things to grow. Even if you're spending eight hours, you're still, that's, that's a small fraction of 24. And so it's a matter of letting God do that work, but then finding great joy as we watch the work. And then, no pun intended, or maybe pun intended, but then as we watch the, as we watch the work bear fruit. And friends, 100% guarantee, we do the work, it will bear fruit. It may not be fruit out there that eliminates all problems. It's not the miracle diet. <laughs> it's a miracle in here. As in heaven, so upon the earth. Heart of stone, heart of flesh. That's the change. When we do that, folks, we can even do this work in really hard places, really hard places. And it will still be the fruit of the Spirit. Fruit of the Spirit maybe grows the best in pretty, pretty harsh conditions. Jonathan Sachs, an amazing rabbi, well worthwhile reading if you ever get a chance to read, read a great rabbi. He said, repentance and responsibility give rise to a culture of hope. There's something counterintuitive. Again, hope not being that I'm just going to be able to do whatever I want or be able to grab from this bucket of, of these fruits of the Spirit, just pick the ones I want. Like It's, yeah, we, we do this work. We have this work of repentance, rethinking the world, getting clear where we're off, where we're off base, being accountable for that. You know, really, real accountability for that. Real responsibility, responsibility for where we've messed up and responsibility for the world around us. Gets right back into that idea of faith, being trust, reliability, goodwill. I mean, what else but trust and reliability is, is it than to just know that the people you love and the people you're around, yeah, if they mess up, they're gonna own it and they're gonna be responsible for the world. That's, that's a really good person if you're around somebody like that. That's an exceptional person. Be with those kinds of people. As most, as, as, as most of you are, and just watch again the miracles that happen out of that. When, when we do that, folks, we have that idea of, of, of hard places, what we find in hard places. A, a line from the Psalms that I loved is this, because it's, it's, this, it's this beautiful admixture of fruits of the Spirit along with the work, cultivation. And it's, it's an echo of it. It's not a direct reference. Ride on the word of truth and gentle justice. Your right hand will teach you marvelous things. That's Psalm 45, very poetic. That idea of, of we're to ride on the word of truth, that there are these truths out there in the world, and so much of them will, will have just this gentle justice to them. Gentle justice. And that your right hand, as you do these things, right hand pictures our, our power, what we love. You know, in our right hand that God has given you, your right hand, you know, this right hand that you have, it will actually, gonna, is gonna help you to learn and do marvelous things. And you need to do the work still. And you need to be accountable. All those things need to be true.
So I want to close with a video that, that I think shows beautifully this, this wonderful admixture of this, the warm fuzzies that we get when we take a look at what the fruits of the Spirit are, and that we remember at the same time, like there's a cultivating that needs to happen. And that cultivating sometimes is hard. Sometimes it's, it, it involves mistakes and the, the need for accountability and the need for responsibility and the need for repentance, the need for all those things. Because we'll pull those together, we're going to find a, an immense hope in life. Because we're not sort of carried away by an idealized world. We're inspired by a world that is, that lives in a world that is. This is a beautiful video. We used it at New Church Live probably nine years ago. And when I was looking through, I just thought, yep, this nails it, what we're trying to talk about here today. So enjoy this little video. Sometimes the best way to help someone who has fallen into a hole is not to throw them a rope, but to climb in. Steve Harpin learned this on the road. Inside the county courthouse in Fayetteville, North Carolina, Judge Lou Oliveira made headlines with an unusual decision. You may be seated. A few years ago, Joe Cerna was arrested for drunk driving. As part of his probation, he wasn't allowed to drink. So when he lied about a recent urine test, the judge felt he had no choice. I gave Joe a night in jail because he had to be held accountable. It was just one night, but as he entered the cell, Joe says he knew it would be one of the longest nights of his life. When I walked into the jail cell and they closed the door behind me, I started feeling this um, anxiety. It came back. It came back, a flashback. Retired Army Sergeant First Class Joe Cerna did three tours in Afghanistan and has two Purple Hearts to show for it. The Green Beret survived an IED and a suicide bomber. But he says his scariest moment was the night he was riding in a truck with three other soldiers. What happened? We were, we were following the, the creek, and uh, the road gave way. And um, the vehicle went into the creek. Truck started filling with water? Yeah. All hope was lost. Trapped and unable to move, Joe felt the water rising, past his legs, then waist, and neck, until finally it stopped at his chin. How many guys got out of that truck? Alive? Yeah. Just me. I was a sole survivor. Joe says it still haunts him. So I suffer from PTSD. Among his issues, I would drink. a fear of being in small, cramped places. I knew what Joe was going through, and I knew Joe's history, and he had to be held accountable, but I just felt I had to go with him. I felt I had to go with him. And so, a few minutes after Joe was locked up, Judge Lou Oliveira surprised the man he sent to jail by joining him for the entire night. We ate meatloaf, and uh, we talked about a lot of things. We talked about our families. And the walls got further apart? The walls just got, they, they, they didn't exist anymore. He brought me back to North Carolina from being in a truck in Afghanistan. That meant so much to me, sir. This week, Joe promised the judge no more mess-ups. I don't want to let you down, ever. It's not how law and order usually works. Right, sir. But sometimes jail is not what a man needs. 
Sometimes the best sentence is compassion. Thank you for breathing me. Steve Hartman, on the road, in Fayetteville, North Carolina. Thank you, sir. And compassion heals. That is a powerful video. Folks, could you see the fruits of the Spirit in there? You know, I just think that just abounds with the world that we're talking about. And can you see as well, like, like the work? Like it takes work. It takes cultivation for these things to grow. You can't just pick it. You got to choose it. And once you choose it, you have to do the work of choosing it again and again and again. Daily. But not choosing it as in like some big laborious, I've got to choose today. No, you get to choose today. This is the day the Lord has made. We get to rejoice and be glad in it. So let's have a week of this. Cultivating. Cultivating those fruits of the Spirit. Just for a week. Just pick one of them. And just make that your stance for the day. Remembering it's not going to solve, probably will not solve problems. But it certainly will give perspective on those problems. Do the cultivation then. And watch what God does with the work. Beautiful stuff. Amen. What we're gonna close with now, friends, is we're gonna close with just taking a big breath and then we're gonna go into a little, little prayer, a little, little uh, Our Father prayer, a little blessing and close with a beautiful song. But let's just get started here, friends, with just a big breath. Lord, thank you for your presence here today. Thank you for your presence and your spirit among us. Help us, Lord, to remember these fruits of the Spirit. Fruits that are indeed beautiful, virtuous, filled with hope. Lord, allow us to know these things, to experience these things, to choose these things. Especially to choose them this week as our stance towards the days ahead. And just as importantly, Lord, help us to embrace the work of cultivating those things. The work of repentance the work of reformation, the work of forgiveness, the work of accountability, the work of prayer, the work of humility, the basics, the basic tools on the farm, so to speak, that help things to grow. Thank you for your presence here today, Lord. In your name we pray. Our Father, who art in the heavens, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, as in heaven, so upon the earth. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we also forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. May the Lord bless you and keep you, May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you, friends, bring you peace 
and bring you home. Amen. so stressful always something in my head nothing's ever settled only chaos there instead and i tried so many times but kept coming up short and all that to find what was it all for now i see there's so much more what I've been searching for I am exactly where I need to be It's up to me I just want to say Thank you for your grace Cause it helped me learn my place You give me faith When I feel I can't go on And I can't be great Like I can do no wrong and you showed me that the only thing that matters is my soul. You give me faith. Now I know I'm strong. Love can be so simple. Still not know what to expect. Why do people get so simple? When they should be kind instead And we tried so many times And nothing seems to change And all that we seek to find Just keeps getting in our way And now I see there's so much more I found what I've been searching for I am exactly where I need to be It's up to me We will see you later this I afternoon. just want to say That'll be fine. Thank you for your grace. Because it helped me my place. You give me faith. When I feel I can't go on, that I can't be great. Like I can do no wrong. And you showed me that the only thing that matters is my song. You give me faith. Thank you guys. Have a great week. See you soon. See you next week. Watch anytime. Don't forget to donate.